0: man western town
1: i read once musicians don't retire they stop when there's no more music in them well i still have music in me absolutely positive about that <laughs> Stan was doing with that plane I splurged I invested 49 cents in a set of novelty teeth hey you the guy from Ajax yeah you bet all right So you were bringing the eighth yeah uh, well they're on their way I'm the supervisor I don't carry the stuff who's bringing them Freddy yeah, Freddie. supposed to have been here over an hour ago, boy. Well, traffic was murder. You know, one of those uh, manure spreaders jackknifed on the Santa Ana? God-awful mess. You should see my shoes. Woo! A sandwich, baby, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well used. He's back and forth to Utah every weekend. Oh, is that right? What, is he a Mormon? <laughs> 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 I don't think he's doing a whole lot of singing with the tabernacle choir. <laughs> These executives, they live hard. You know what I mean? Oh, I sure do. <laughs> ah, that's a terrific wing. I love this shape. Hey, uh, do us a favor, pal. Name's Liddy. Gordon Liddy. Gord, uh, take a look at the seventh fets valve, will you? I think it's been sticking. Probably the humidity. <laughs> That's funny. No, what I think it is myself is the uh, bypass line. That yeah, could be the bypass line, yeah. Maybe I should take a look at it.
2: Uh, Gordo,
1: back here. Don't tell me my business, boy. Just checking the luggage. Somebody ought to clean these windows. There is a tremendous buildup of gook all over them. Look at that. You use a lot of fuel to go to Utah? That's what I always ask you. Burns enough to go to South American back. South American back. But is that right? Yeah. But I always kidding about it. I say. What are you doing up there? Are you doing some stunt flying or something? <laughs> <laughs> What'd he say? Well, you know, he don't
2: say nothing. He just gives him that
1: look. You know he's got that look. Yeah, he don't say nothing. He just gives him that look. Well, sure, he's the boss. Here, let me take a crack at this That's her here. Gordon. Yeah, I know where it is. I'm just getting a bird's eye view here. And, uh, oh, ho, ho. ho, ho. What do you think? It's the bypass line, right? I think it's the bypass line, yeah. I'm gonna need some pliers and a set of 30-weight ball bearings. What? Yeah, uh, tell you what, uh, I gotta go to my truck. Fred gets here before I'm back, you can tell him to start without me. What the hell do you need ball bearings for? Oh, come on, guys. It's so simple, maybe you need a refresher course. Hey, it's all ball bearings nowadays. Now you prepare that Fetzer valve with some uh, 3-in-1 oil and some gauze tads. And I'm going to need about 10 quarts of antifreeze, preferably stone. No, I'll make that Quaker state. Wash those windows, they've got filth muck on them. They call me Tater Salad.
3: southern man western town i am your host jeff lawrence thanks for continuing to tune in i know this is way up there episode 97 or 8 something like that on the show today i have a couple of the guys calling in from vicious summer calling in from long island new york good to have uh them on the show their, their music's really cool um i found it i just found it on instagram just kind of strolled across it and accidentally just kind of you know it's kind of fate but i when I do that, I listen to it, of course, first, see if I like it, um, see if I think other people are going to like it, and see if I think my listeners are going to like it, um, and checked all the boxes, I thought, and then I got a hold of the guys, and they were uh, kind enough to call in this morning. Um, so, my interview with a couple of the guys from Vicious Summer coming up, check out all their music, um, I'm, I'm listening on Spotify, they do have a a collab going right now with, uh, man, I'm going to fuck the name up, but... It's Julie uh they say it in the interview, sorry. Um, but it's it's a really cool collab. Kind of on the kind of punk mixed with pop, kinda I don't know, kinda to me it's kinda not the new song but altogether. Kinda almost like a Green Day kind of feel with a, they might get mad at me saying that, but a better actually have a lot better vocals than Green Day. No, but I'm I'm not saying it's well, it doesn't sound like anything I like Green Day, but it's kinda like a punk a punk pop kind of thing. Like that, but I think actually the vocals and the are better. Um, Probably the you know the songs are are different than that too. So just uh, but you know that's what I'm saying. The kind of genre it might be. They venture off into some metal and stuff. They talk about. Find them on Instagram. Find them on Spotify. Find them on iTunes. Find them on Facebook. Uh, everywhere you can go, just the best thing to do is go to Instagram. I'm sure everybody has that. Look up "vicious summer." You know how to spell "vicious." You know how to spell "summer." It is summer. It's hot. Um, go over to, uh, and they have a link tree. Those, most of you know what a link tree is. Those of my older listeners don't know what a link tree is. It'll be right on the bio of their, right on the front page of their Instagram. It'll say "link tree" or "link" or something. Just press on that, then it'll pull up every place that you can find those guys, and then you can just punch on that. And I'll go straight to it. Um, download a stream. There's stuff on Spotify, though. They got a few things on there. I've been together a couple years. But uh, yeah, up next, my interview with Vicious Summer. Uh, at least two of them. I'm going to play you out here. <laughs> joining me right now is uh members of vicious summer jack and sam how you guys doing
4: pretty good how you doing
3: good where, where are you guys calling me from
4: uh long island
3: new york oh, okay that's what i thought it was um and yeah, i appreciate you guys doing this it's like a two-hour difference here i'm in uh northern utah <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah,
4: no. we were like what's mountain time
3: <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, nothing's, nothing's uh, around mountain time, is it? <laughs> they don't even mention it. Um, I, I'm originally from Atlanta, but I'm i uh, I've been out here a bit. Um, so yeah, I, I was just coming across you guys' stuff a few, a few weeks ago, and just kind of was digging into it and hoping I can get you guys on the show. Is your, uh, is your latest thing the uh, you did like a collab with somebody, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And now, what was, was her name again? Julia something. No.
4: Julia Davolio. She's an upcoming uh, artist as well around the Long Island area, and uh, yeah, she hit us up, and uh, we were we we're like, we don't know who this girl is, but she wants to do a song with us, so we just took a chance. We met her in person, brought her to our studio, and we just kind of like bogged out.
3: Yeah, it seemed to work really well. It seemed to seemed to fit really well in there.
4: Yeah, we appreciate it. She's like, you know, she doesn't, she's, you know, she's a growing artist. She doesn't really know where uh, she fits yet, so she's trying to figure out if she wants to do more rock, if she wants to do, I told her she could do everything. She can really just be uh, versatile. But, um, you know, so we were helping her out with uh, trying to find herself.
3: Yeah, these days you can kind of do whatever. I'm, they don't really, because uh, it's not based on radio. When I was, I'm a lot older than you guys, but when I was first starting out, they, uh, you had to just be one thing because the radio station only played one kind of music, so they only they wanted you to be, you know, one thing. <laughs> See,
4: now you don't have to that, do that anymore. Yeah. We're not like that. We like to just mix it up. We get bored.
3: We're just like, nah, we want to do this kind of song next. Yeah, I was I was checking you guys' stuff out. It's really good. Um, now what? Now who who do I have on there? I, what do you guys do? Are you, I don't know who uh, which members do uh, what. So, so <laughs> Sam sings.
4: And does some rhythm guitar and then uh I play drums and like the one song we have uh where there's piano on it, I'm playing the piano.
3: Okay, and then there's a there's a cut there's two other members too, right? uh Yeah
4: yeah. We have a bass player named Connor and Alex is our guitar player. Connor's kinda new to the band.
3: Oh, okay. How long have you guys been together?
4: Two years. Two years, maybe a little bit over. A little bit slightly over. more than two slightly years. Than years. More than two years.
3: Yeah, and then I guess one of the years was kind of a Kind of a yeah, wash. Anyway, <laughs> but like, uh,
4: well, we made the most of it. We, we recorded that song, and, you know, we have a couple of, so we have our own studio, so we just, you know, put our nose to the grindstone and really just kept kept trying to, like, get the songs out that we've had written for a year.
3: Okay, yeah, that's it's good. Yeah, a lot of people did make the most of it and do a lot of writing, and then others just kind yeah, of, others, so others that rely, rely only on touring kind of, were kind of out of it, but, uh exactly yeah. you guys got any uh, a
4: lot of shows coming up soon or is it kind of still yeah this Friday we have our first headliner show at Rams Pub in Holbrook uh, it's gonna be like a co-headline and there's some other cool bands that are coming out that are local
3: okay so that's a lot less local in the Long Island area yeah yeah um...
4: we're not like I don't think we have like the audience to really branch out and like you know go out of state and, you know, have it be profitable. Yeah. You, always, you always could, you know, you could always just go somewhere and, like, people might dig it, uh, but, you know, it's we, we, we play for our, you know, our people a yeah. lot. It's kind of comfortable. We're in this comfortable little zone where the people who know us come out, they support us all the time. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard during pandemic days right now because it's, like, not everyone's keen on going mm-hmm. out to your show. so you might just get, like, but we're strengthening our core fan base while staying here, you know?
3: Yeah, that's that's another reason why I wanted to have you guys on the show too. Is I, I most of my really most of my listeners aren't here where I'm at, more. I got a lot of listeners in the UK and Australia, and ton of them up there in your area too. Um, so I, that's you know, a, lot, a lot of people think we'll it's just for a Utah. Sure we're
4: trying to get ourselves out there. Yeah, there's a. <laughs>
3: Luckily you guys live in an area where you can branch out a little bit, you know, without going too far. It's a it's different out here where I'm at. You have to you yeah, have to I drive
4: hateful, like, some areas.
3: Yeah. Out here you have to drive six, seven hours to the next biggest town. <laughs> so it's... Exactly.
4: Like we have a scene here. You know, we got the Long Island local scene which uh, you know, we were we were uh, somewhat blessed with, I guess, so they dig us here. Uh but it really you know, there's a, there's like a thriving punk scene going on around here. Uh, which we kind of fit into a lot of different genres, but we hang with the punk dudes, and uh, but we could be on a bill anywhere, really. Pop, we could do, we could do like really whatever. We'd break down to do acoustic. We're yeah. just willing to fit anywhere, you
3: know. Yeah, and I was gonna ask you guys about that, but I guess you kind of answered that about what genre you consider yourself. Because I was when I was listening, I was I do hear punk in there, but I do hear kind of could definitely kind of be in that kind of
4: group. Alternative rock, yeah, alternative rock. You know, for me, I lean towards I lean when in my writing I lean towards like a pop structure, uh, catchy choruses. That's just kind of like my uh, upbringing of music listening to, uh, and everyone else just kind of throws their own spin on everything. Yeah, we don't really I don't know we don't really care what people call us genre wise. We have one metal song really, and we have like a punk song. I don't even listen to like traditional punk music. I listen to pop punk. But our first song we ever released is like a funk song. Yeah, it's mad funny. We have a Latin one coming out kind of soon. Yeah, like a, a song with like a like, yeah, like it's like Afro-Cuban and bossa nova influence.
3: Kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was noticing that. Yeah, and the vocals the vocals are really too really too good to be traditional punk. <laughs>
4: you're not you're not
3: out there just uh just yelling What's at sense? stuff. Because I
4: don't know. Because I have melody in it. You know?
0: yeah. I don't
4: like it. I don't like the like, that's just me. I don't love the, the vocal style where there's not much melody, except for screaming. I'm not really too into like the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just not me. Well, a lot of the
3: people that do that do it because they can't actually sing. So. Oh,
4: great. yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: So that's so people, the way it people is. People
4: like it, though. Yeah, people just genuinely like that kind of singing, and that's cool it's something for everybody. I just, I'm more, I like stuff with substance. Yeah, I mean I appreciate a good Henry Rollins album. A good Henry Rollins
3: <laughs> album. Yeah, and it's always different. To, it's always kind of different to what singers listen to, as far as what other musicians listen to. Because if you're a guitarist, it doesn't really matter if somebody's screaming or not. You're probably listening to the guitar mainly anyway. But um, but yeah, vocalists always seem to seem to like people that are actually using the voice.
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: like I like R and B, and that's kind of where my uh, a lot of niche singers that I'm really uh, influenced by are the ones that fuse rock and R and B in their uh, in their music.
3: Yeah, that's cool. I, yeah, I was gonna ask you guys about the influences and stuff. So I guess you kind of answered part of that on that. But what's some yeah, other? Got
4: so many. Yeah, We're all over the place. Jazz, classical. Why'd you tell Well, I mean, for me personally, I listen to a lot of like jazz and hip hop and some metal. Um, I know Alex really likes our guitar player really like you know classic rock and blues and kind of the same with Connor. Yeah, for me I'm a little bit all over the place. I go from metal to R and B to pop, which is where where my writing comes from a lot in that singer songwriter area. to like uh, I even like instrumental stuff because I I started out as a guitar player, a screamer.
3: Yeah, um, that's kind of the world I live in. I do. I'm mainly an instrumental guitarist, but. Yeah, I
4: love that kind of progressive music. I love that.
3: Yeah, it's it's. a... Uh, I wish I lived up in kind of an area where you guys live, where because I, I can't. In Utah, they don't like it at all. <laughs> you
4: can't. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, you gotta play with your crowd. Like here, they eat up whatever we do. They love it. But I know that we were doing something different like that. You know, it's a hard crowd. There are people here that like it, but, you know, certain areas, you're not gonna find a single person that likes that shit.
3: Yeah, that's the way it is here. And I even when I was... Even in kind of places in Georgia where I grew up, they weren't all the way into it either. Um, I even had I I remember doing a show once in Georgia. It was an all-instrumental show, and I just opened for uh, Larry Carlton, an old jazz legend guy. And uh, oh wow, that's crazy! And uh, yeah, and I I leave—I'm leaving the show. I'm I'm going about to go home, and this this guy walks up and goes, "You know, son, there ain't no words in your music."
0: (laughs) <laughs>
3: I was like, yeah, I noticed that when I was doing it for an hour. Gonna gonna
4: I we have that. one album that's like a motion picture soundtrack, and I was going to add vocals to it, but we never got around to doing that. And it's like, uh, it was like a student film or whatever, uh, one of our friends, and it was one of our first projects, and we we're like, okay, we're just going to make some like background music for you.
3: Yeah, that's pretty cool. So,
4: people like it. I'm like, talking to my bass player, I'm like, oh, what's your favorite song from us? It's like, this song, it's like all instrumental, I'm not even on it. I'm like, I hate you. And we also don't play it live. We don't play it. Some people ask us to play it live, and we're like, no, I'm going to get bored. You're not going to do anything.
3: You can always throw one in there, here and there, I guess. For
4: sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. it, ad vocals? Yeah. For
3: sure. So do you guys plan on? Do you guys ever go down and play like in Jersey or Philadelphia or any places? Kind of near you. Uh,
4: we'd love to. Possibly. We would. We would like to. Since we haven't gotten the chance yet. Possibly when things open up even more, and you know.
3: Yeah. What about you okay. guys? You guys gonna eventually get in a van and just do the do the thing?
4: We definitely want to. Yeah. It's just you know when touring really, we want to make sure that things aren't gonna get shut down again. Then you're kind of screwed. Things are a little weird right now, you know.
3: Yeah. Give it another six months or so and see what. See what happens. Yeah, go down
4: to Brazil. Actually, that's where all our fans are. Yeah, according to Spotify, we have a lot of listeners in Brazil. Yeah. Hundreds
3: of listeners in, in Brazil. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know if I. I'm sure I have some listeners there. They 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 kind of send me these things every now and then to show me where everybody's listening from. I don't recall seeing Brazil on there, but DMs.
4: They're like, "Yo, we we your music made it to Brazil. We love it." I'm <laughs> like, oh My God, that's so cool.
3: Yeah, because they uh, they speak Portuguese there. Most of the uh, most of uh, my listeners are English speaking countries, you know. Yeah, but um, you know, I was going to ask you too, I asked this to a few people here and there, but if you had to, like, you know, if you had to like point to one of your songs, I know that's as hard, but uh, that kind of summed up your actual kind of sound. What was there one you could kind of drift everybody over to?
4: It's a strong word. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I way. would say, I mean, for me, I would probably say Camera Back To You. I would I would agree with you. Camera Back To You is our 2nd our Pulat single that we just released, and that's the one where we really, we got our production. So, because we do everything in a garage. Right. Uh, but no, we, we, we work really hard to insulate it and really get the best quality possible. Um, So, that one, I mean, we had that song for a really long time, but we really, like, we took what it was and we really... Uh, brought it to life. You know, we got some funkiness, some funkiness in the drums from Jack, which is, you know, a big part of his drum sound. We got um, a lot of, like, me coming into how I want to sound as a singer uh, on that song, and, you know, we got our new bass player on that. That's his first track. And it just kind of is a very cohesive song for us, and it, it felt like it does, that feels like very us.
3: Yeah, and I know that's a kind of a tough question to ask. And the only reason I do ask that is because, like, you know, you got to realize there's going to be people listening from like Scotland and Ireland and stuff, and they may some of those people may, you know, they'll get your name and they may drift over to Spotify and just listen to one song. And if they don't, you know, oh for
4: yeah, sure, yeah, if they if they
3: connect to it, they'll keep listening. Yeah, they
4: check out Cameron back to you. I'm I'm most proud of that one. I think that's the best one. I'm most proud of that one.
3: Okay. Yeah. Please. So. And I usually play one song on the show, so maybe I'll, I'll do that one. Oh, okay. um, I appreciate it.
4: The one song that we wrote, uh, Your Highness, is like an acoustic pop song, which is so funny because it's so different than all the other ones. It's it, probably least representative of us. It's least <laughs> representative, but at the same time, it isn't just because we are all over the place, But so it's kind of like, what does represent us, you know? But that one was very, very much the least.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I, I did hear the song. I've been listening to you guys for about a week now. Or so ever since I kind of, kind of just ran across you on Instagram and started listening, I do that a lot. And then I, you know, a lot of, a lot of the bands I don't, you know, I don't really connect with. I started if I like it, I'll keep listening all week and then try to get get you on here. <laughs> but uh, so it worked out. Um, yeah, and I was gonna tell you too that it doesn't. You couldn't. You could never tell you guys recorded that stuff in a garage because it does sound really good. It sounds, you know. Um, the actual production of it's pretty, pretty we, damn on point. We're
4: very, we're very opposed to sounding bad. We did release one song where the production was like really not great, and I wasn't. I needed some work on my own on my vocals, and it was just uh, it was. And we put a music video out. We just erased that from history. Uh, we're kind of just pretending it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then ever since then, we were like, we have to really. If we're gonna make the whole DIY thing, we gotta go hard. Like we can't we gotta no cutting corners. Like if we have to do you know, do what we can. We used to do it in a basement. We went to the garage. It sounds better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for some reason garage sounds better than a basement. It's kind of our, our
3: spot. <laughs> Maybe a little more breathing room in there.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Company of shape. That's a part of our whole our whole thing. Uh I which kind of just came to us. Uh, by the virtue of just being that band, we're like a garage band that makes music that you wouldn't suspect a garage band to make, you know what I mean?
3: Right. Yeah, because I definitely, definitely couldn't tell. It sounded like, it sounded better than a a lot of the stuff out there as far as the production goes. Very appreciate that. The Snake
4: wasn't. The Snake snake was the only song. Yeah, the Snake was not recorded in the garage, but everything else was.
3: Yeah. And, uh, including the new one uh, the new one the collab
4: yeah that was recorded that one was recorded in a garage too we have like this whole you know we're about to. we made our own music video it's not out yet because like we're still in the process of like editing it ed, ed, we do it that ourselves yet. too Except Yeah. for one of our music videos we we that's out for your highness that was done by our friend Alex Long. but aside from that uh, everything I edit the music videos and we we film it ourselves in our garage
3: very cool um yeah and I was gonna I was going outside of this Friday's gig you guys got a pretty pretty good schedule starting to pile up
0: or
4: um we have a couple other shows lined up um the show i mean shows are like i mean obviously it depends on your area, but like they're recently they've just been coming back for us um exactly like a matter like i want to say a month ago is when it was like cool so to do stuff exciting. again after a whole year. It's so exciting, but yeah. you know we don't want to just go on a bunch of random bills. We're trying to like get the best shows that match us the yeah. best because we do have a uh, a Long Island. Uh, we have a we're under like Rock Island Management. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, he, he he manages our shows around here. So people have hit him up and we're just like, yo, can we get a show? And they throw throw them on our gig or whatever. And then we you know we make connections. We're all about that.
3: Very cool. Do you get? Do you guys have any good uh, good relationships with other bands in the area that you kind of do shows with? Or For sure. we oh, have yeah.
4: a whole bunch. We got Letter of Mark. We got the Naughty, Naughty Boys. Boys. We got Cricket uh, Arrows. 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 we're playing. They have an uh, is it an album or they're playing. And you know what the thing is? We we'll meet a band and we'll talk to them a little bit, or maybe only one member like talks to them. But we'll go back and forth on Instagram. And really like they'll be like, Hey you wanna play the show? And we'll be like, Oh, that's cool. Like we didn't even you know it's cool. Like that's a big thing for me is always connect with everybody because that's how that's how we started getting a like a whole bunch of gigs was just be nice to people, like make your connections and the gig will come to you. We don't even have to lift a finger, you know?
3: Yeah, that's true. That's how I did it. <laughs> so
4: that's exactly. how I... you talk know, word of mouth and then it's like, yo, let's get these guys on the bill. All right.
3: Yep, and I, I've i had a few guys on from the, your area, well, I don't know, if, I guess, you know, upstate New York's kind of a big area, but I did have a few people on from, like, up near uh, Niagara Falls and stuff, I guess that's a ways from you guys, but.
4: Oh, yeah, that's like, 10, that might be ten hours away from us. Yeah, that's a way. Yeah, New York is weird like that, right? New York yeah, is Yeah, like, it's like a different state when you, once you go past Westchester, it's a different
3: state. Yeah, because you guys are just one bridge over from getting back into the city there, huh?
4: Literally, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I've been there a few times, but I, and I've got some. I've got a friend in New York that runs like a, like a children's I show. <laughs> I know.
4: I, I was talking to my friend, and I was like, "I don't really like Long Island." He's like, "Yeah, but if you went anywhere else, you wouldn't like it either." I'm like, "Probably. You find something you don't like about everywhere."
3: Yeah. There's, it's 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 that way. <laughs> you guys would do good out here, though. You know, I mean, not just out here, but all over the West. And they're really into your kind of music and uh, around here. And because uh, we got a lot of colleges, you know, it seems like a lot of college stuff would be into your into your genre and stuff. Yeah, I'm a
4: pessimist. Maybe I'm a pessimist, and we'll go there, and I'll be like, wow, we just found our like super niche audience that loves us. Well, according to Spotify, like our biggest audience, I think, is like 18 to 27, so that makes sense. College students do definitely gravitate towards us, or around that area, 18 to like 25. Some older people like our music, too, but my, mainly around the 18 range to 21.
3: Yeah, that's good age. That's uh, that's that's who's uh, that's the people that are going out and the people that are buying stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, out here you would do well. There's a, there's at least three or four places out near Salt I'm I'm a little bit from Salt Lake City here, but uh, the town I live in is probably hundred thousand people but there's places here and uh all over denver vegas all these places you you could fit in for sure if you ever we'll get, move you
4: know, <laughs> if you,
3: well if you ever get in the van and take a trip <laughs> you
4: gotta find a nice garage for us to lay yeah all, all, all we need to move is a good enough garage we and were need in the garage, yeah. garage and it's like we turned down a studio at the same price yeah <laughs> like not, no, 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 it's gotta be a garage yeah well all the well, we've modded the garage so much. It costs a lot of money at first to like mod the garage to be a studio. But like in the long run we're saving so much money with studio time. Yeah, it's kinda of like a and we get to use we don't have to worry about paying by the hour when it's our stuff. We take for we take as long as we need, you know. We don't have to spend three hundred dollars to get one song done. We can it just takes time, which is, you know, a valuable asset. The problem is, you know, you start looping off
3: Yeah, I, I I definitely went through that because I'm not I don't I don't know how to record myself, so I'm kind of at the mercy to the studio studios. I found some pretty good ones, and I just do smooth jazz. It's a different kind of deal. But there's a back in the day, you would have these guys that were just crooks. You'd come in and they would spend five hours setting up drum mics and stuff, and they didn't they knew they were doing it. You know, they were just like, oh, this doesn't sound right here, and then they'd move it over again and it was just a, it was a scam, you know.
4: while you're paying by the hour. Yeah. Tender.
3: Yeah, for sure. Well, an hour of
4: setting up.
3: It's, it's that, and then it's the, uh, the other thing I find that where people waste a lot of uh, time in the studio is guys that aren't really, <clears throat> I don't know, some, like, mainly like 80s type musicians, they don't know they're, they they do not really know how kind of to play in key. <laughs> so, they, so they're like in studio figuring it out while they're in there.
4: Oh, man, that, <laughs> yeah right it's always like uh i know stuff like that is hard when you're like you have to be like i can't teach you how to play right now yeah like you're i'm here to record you i'm really i can't spend the time to teach you what a scale is
3: yeah i was like uh, that's that's one of the way the really big bands too i was reading about guns and roses one time spending like two or three days in the studio recording one song and i'm like 'Cause coming from a jazz world, like a jazz guy could have got that down in like thirty minutes.
4: Flash, <laughs> Flash, knows, Flash knows two scales. He knows like the Phrygian dominant scale and he knows the minor pentatonic.
3: Yeah. 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 Oh, okay,
4: never mind. I thought <laughs> you were like I, I thought you were like calling out Flash. Like, no, Slash <laughs> you know, is way better than me a guitar. Flash was incredible. And and honestly you don't need to know these scales if you have a good ear. Yeah. Like, he has a good ear.
3: Maybe that, but yeah. yeah. I mean, either in my world, I rely on scales because it's all improv, you know. But yeah.
4: I did a I did a lot of jazz band in high school and uh, part of college. So. It's a it's a fun world, just like improvising for
3: like having like eight solos in a song. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. It's it's fun, but you don't make a lot of money. Um, yeah. but I and I was going to ask you. Too. um, how, when you guys write is it like it? are all of you guys writing or is it mainly just a couple of you? Uh,
4: I want to say it's like Sam does the initial thing I'll do like the template so it really depends because our newest single was done heavily by uh, Connor our bass player he, you know, he wrote the riff the guitars came together the drums came together we wrote that whole song lyrics and all melodies and everything In one one day we got the demo the demo sounds a lot like the final version really Cause, and then we came back we re-recorded it and then that was it. But, uh, when it comes to how we used to write strictly in the beginning, it was me. I had my acoustic guitar, and, uh, even the punk song was written on the acoustic guitar. I just, I write lyrics, I write the, I wrote the chords, and then, uh, you know, the boys kind of like throw it together, beef it up a little bit. Lately, it's been more, I've been handing it off in all the music I write lately. I've been giving it more to them to write the, the chords out, the, uh, the instrumental, and I just put the top line on. Uh, that's just, like, how I'm preferring to do it lately. Sometimes I still all throw something together, but mainly I let them do their thing, and then I throw my stuff on top of it now.
3: Yeah, that's that's cool that everybody's involved, though, because I've, I've been in situations where where I was doing everything and it kind of sucks. <laughs> In a lot of ways,
4: <laughs> our bass player has to like go through all the songs he didn't write now, and then every now and then he's like, he'll get to write a new one with us and then. Which he wrote that song. It's crazy. Doesn't He wrote like, the main riff. We, yeah. We have like like fifteen songs. Maybe that's maybe around fifteen songs that like just uh, we have written, and we're just trying to. Turn, we've we've had them for over a year. And we're just trying to churn them out and like really get them out and make them sound as good as possible. By the time we're, that well is dry, we'll already have another like we have a whole bunch of material just waiting to be done.
3: Now, are you guys just releasing like tracks at a time, or are you gonna do a whole album type thing? Or
4: um, the way that in, honestly, we're probably gonna stick to singles for a while, and then maybe we might just make an album that's mostly singles we already released. The the industry seems to be favoring singles more. Like even big name we artists know a lot. Yeah. Singles. Each single, when we put the ads out, we come back. We get we got over a hundred. Uh, we got over a hundred followers on Spotify. We got a, like a lot of Instagram followers, and you know we kind of like to to squeeze it out. We squeeze out everything we can from one song, uh, because that's just how we, you know. Eventually, it's also easier to sell just one song. Eventually, you know, because we want our songs. We really want each song to have its own life. We want because we're very against the whole filler concept. You know, we don't want to have an album and a couple of filler. We want to make sure it's as good as possible. For us to have an album, we have to make sure that each song is like perfect.
3: Yeah,
0: we're that's just a big
3: perfectionist. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's the best, that's the best way to do it now. I think I, mainly this an actual album now is only seems to really only be good for merch at a show. You know yeah and the
4: biggest artist and the top artist you can get away with two to three bad songs on an album but we don't even want to deal with that because we want to make sure every single album every single song flaps
3: yeah yeah that's a that's a good way of looking at it yeah i i, I understand what you're saying with the filler yeah you know, it seems like a lot of the metal bands do that they'll put they'll have two or three really good songs and the rest of it can kind of
0: <laughs> it's exactly. just
3: filler stuff <laughs> yeah Yeah. Um, they all think they have to have 11 to 13 songs so if they don't have but nine they'll just stick a couple on the end
4: now you're just forcing yourself to keep writing and keep writing and then next thing you realize they all sound the same i've been to a lot of gigs where i see bands and song after song it sounds like one big song because it almost feels like they didn't take the time to innovate maybe or they you know they're 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 too close to their own sound we like to shake it up so that when you go track by track on our spotify or apple music you're like oh okay my ears are refreshed now it's like i'm listening to a different band
3: now yeah yeah everybody can't be like acdc and write the same album for 30 years in a row <laughs> yeah, the
4: same album uh, but you know they, they were, i mean works for they, them they're re- they really successful still one I, I yeah. own genre yeah, they're really
3: successful still. We can't say anything to them. <laughs> yeah, but they're admitting bands are like that, you know. Um, yeah. Well, so when's the next? When's the newest stuff? Next thing you got coming out? Do you know?
4: It's not announced, uh, but it's early July.
3: Okay. Yeah. And before I before I let you go, guys, go as I know I've kept you a while here, and I'm, um, tell us about the name. Like when? How did that come about? Do you
4: want me to do? it? <laughs> Oh, uh, I'll, I'll say it. I'll it. Yeah, I'll say it. So we originally had a different name. Uh, we were, the ba- our band's first name was Sour. Um, and uh, we liked it a lot. But then we found this, like, other, like, band in, like, the, the UK named Sour. And they had, like, 10,000 listeners. So we didn't want it to be, like, a trademark issue.
3: You're right. Right.
4: So we had to change it. And then we were mad nervous about it because we already had so many people that loved the name. And then, uh, I don't know, we wanted just the, the word summer in there, because I, I, okay, yeah, because I was like, I really like summer, that's just me, I was like, I like Everyone the vibes, I was like, I like the vibes, can we put that in there, and it was kind of like random, I was like, okay, and then I'm looking around, and I see our guitar player's um, laptop has a sticker that says Vicious, and it's from the Hail, Hailstorm's newest album, uh, Vicious,
0: right, I, was right. like,
4: I was like, wait a minute. And
3: then I think I said "vicious," and then Jack said "vicious summer." And then <laughs> <laughs> that's good, though I like it. That's um, awesome. <laughs> before we wrap up here, give, uh, tell everybody where they can, uh, you know, get everything from you know, from "Vicious Summer." And I, I know I know you guys are on Spotify and all that, but what what else? Uh,
4: Apple Music, SoundCloud, YouTube either if anyone uses that. <laughs> YouTube, you can YouTube. find us. You could anywhere that you would expect, you'll probably find us. Spotify, YouTube, you know all those places. Apple, Apple Music, the other big. Literally, ones. You just having in vicious summer anywhere, you might find it.
3: And that's as far as social media too. Though, I mean, they'll.
4: Oh yeah. Oh, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. We're big on Instagram, but we have a light like Facebook. You okay. know where we, we just kind of rehash what we do on Instagram. We have a big Instagram uh, vicious dot yeah. summer yep that's
3: the biggest thing if you want to follow us ok yeah and then, then uh, eventually you guys don't have your own website or anything though uh
4: not yet, need yet. no
3: so eventually you'll have merch and all that eventually we on do that. have
4: merch but it is it, available online too uh, we just don't it's just we don't need to pay for a website
3: yet right so they can get the merch what on SoundCloud or I'm
4: sorry
3: where can I get the merch? Is it, like, on SoundCloud, or...?
4: Uh, it runs, it, it's, uh, so in our bio on Instagram, we have this link tree, and it has, you know, everywhere you could find us. Oh, okay. We also have merchandise, um, there. So, okay. you know, we have some styles there, but also we have people DM us, because we use, uh, other, we use, we have other styles online that people can't, like, access, so then we just show them the beanies and they show we show them the hats and we show them like all the other things, maybe even socks. If people want it, like if someone's like, Yo, can you make me this? We'll make it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes it easy. Um They just have to like hit us up and we'll be like, Yo, we just appreciate your time. We'll make a mug for you. We don't care.
3: Yeah. I feel bad about for all the bands that made like thousands and thousands of masks and <laughs> now they're not gonna be able to
4: <laughs> Uh, really,
3: yeah. They now I don't know what they're gonna do with them. <laughs> Sit around and yeah. wait for the next pandemic. <laughs> um, oh, wait, part two. Yeah, actually, in, in in I don't know
4: about your area, but in our area, most people still wear masks even though they
3: don't have to. No, nah, I don't. Yeah, they, around here it's different. We're you know, I out here out west. you I'm in like a I'm surrounded by. It's either like cowboys or. Or, or the exact opposite It's a weird, weird deal out here They never wanted to wear them in the first place um, but, but we don't have a lot of people, you know We only have, like, this This state's, like, huge And we only have about 3 million people, so Oh, yeah, no
4: We're, we're Long Island's super dense, so
3: Yeah Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all for I'm all for the mask if you have to do it <laughs> So Yeah But, um well, man, I can't appreciate. I appreciate you guys uh, a lot for calling in. I know it was a uh, kind of weird, like just getting a t- email from me on Instagram. That's just because I was listening to the music and digging it. And
4: oh it was... no, we appreciate this. We were we were really happy that you did that. We're open to all kinds. of Like we said, we didn't even know this girl that came on our new single. We're just we just You know, we're really open to because that's how we see it. We just want to be open to meeting people, spreading our. We just want people to hear our music, you know. It yeah. Possible. and We appreciate your
3: time. Oh yeah, and that's that's kind of what the show is about. Like I don't, I, I try to kind of link people that may not, you know, people that may not have heard other people and stuff, and kind of link it together. Because I usually have around four thousand to eight thousand listeners somewhere. That's in in there, and uh all from all over the place. So we're happy that you
4: would share. Yeah, that with congrats us. on all those listeners. Yeah.
3: Yeah, man, and uh, and what I'll do is I don't, whoever I don't know whose phone this is that you guys called me from. But later on today or probably today or tomorrow, I'll have the uh, a Spotify link for you. This show this shows is all over uh, Apple and everything else, but a lot of people listen to it on Spotify. I'll probably shoot you the Spotify link later today. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. That's so cool. And then yeah, you guys can fair. uh you guys can share away. But uh yeah, man, I appreciate you guys and uh good luck and when I uh, get some more stuff out and everything like that, maybe uh. we'll we'll do this again that
4: was great that's great yeah
3: all right you guys have a good rest of your day and i appreciate you calling
4: thank you so much
1: all right bye-bye welcome to the joe pesci show here he is now my brother joe pesci
2: Got a talk show here, talk show with my mic. I can talk into a little chair, I can swivel around, look over here, look over there. I got everything. <laughs> it's the Joe Pesci show. All right, I'm gonna bring on my first guest, who is a dear friend of mine. I think you all know him very well. Please welcome the one and only Mr. Robert De Niro. <laughs> Ah, what are you doing? Folks, folks, this man, he is the king. I mean, he was in everything. Come on. Raging Bull, Goodfellas, Casino, Naomi Campbell. we'd be nice. People are watching this guy. All right, all right, all right. My first guest you know from the movie Lethal Weapons... Please welcome Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Bring them in here. Oh, 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 oh. You don't say hello to Mr. De Niro? Show the respect, will you? Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. How's it going there, buddy? Enough, enough. Enough. <laughs> So fellas, we had a good time making lethal weapon,
1: huh? Uh, you you were hysterical, Joe. You were great as that irritating character.
2: <laughs> Excuse me? Irritating? Did man freaking Max here just call me irritating?
4: Nah, nah, come on, Joe. All I meant right. was.
2: I know what you meant, man without a face. I'm irritating, huh? I'm like some sort of Italian rigatoni rectum rash. Is that it?
4: Hey, hey, now, Joe, come on. Listen to me.
2: I dye my hair blonde in that movie, so my head doesn't match my grill. And you come on my show because on my show he calls me irritating.
1: hey Look, Joe, it wasn't an insult.
2: Wasn't an insult, Bobby. Did he insult me over here? Uh, you insult him a little bit. A little bit you Now it is my turn to insult you, you brave, hot, skirt-wearing, long-haired hump. Get out! Look,
1: look, is this a joke? No,
2: no, no, no. You playing Hamlet, that was a joke. <laughs> Did you see Mill play Hamlet? Shakespeare, come on, huh? I got some Shakespeare. After Doris, you go it. And take Othello with you it.
4: I'm getting too old for this. Tell me about it, partner.
2: Irritating, huh? How about in the middle of every one of his movies, boom! I gotta see his ass. That's irritating. (laughs) Very nice, very nice. Okay, Bobby, how do you like the show? You like what's going on here? Very nice, very nice. Okay, Bobby, why don't you, why don't you introduce the next guest? Go ahead. I can't see the cue card. <laughs> hold Spider, it up. Come on, hold up the cue card. Hey. Is that good, Bob? Right there, like that. I can't like see that? it. Hold it up. I can't see it. Hold it up. Come on, we had Spider. Get out of here, you hippo moron, you. Look at this kid. Look at this kid. Look at this spooch over here. What did I tell you?
0: You said I thought. You said I thought.
2: I, you shoot yeah, yeah, ya? You, you look at this. Hold up the card so I can read it. Look at this kid. Look at this moron. He's landing planes over here. Lower, jackass. Wait.
4: Why, why don't
0: you hold the freaking card, Joe? Oh! Oh!
2: Owns on this kid huh? you talk to him like that hey spider hey, a little something for you spider okay don't take no crap from nobody you hear me be a man be a man you gonna take that from him on your own show jo on your own show Joey yeah, I'll take it from him there you go <laughs> all right my next guest hey, what is the matter with you you shot the kid so what's wrong with shooting? What? What's, what's wrong, with the... wrong with that? You don't think? Now who's gonna hold up the cue cards? I don't need no freaking cue cards. Come on. My next guest is Hollywood Pretty Boy. Please welcome Brad Pitt. Bring him out here, Brad Pitt. <laughs> hey, on. Sort of, sort of. Hey, Bob. Bob, let, let the kids sit down, will you? Come on. Hey, Joey, I'm up. I'm down. I'm up. And Brad, sit over there. Huh? <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, Brad, you know, now that I see you in person, you know, you don't look that pretty. Hey, hey Bobby, you think he looks pretty what? You look too good, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, guys. Listen, it's an honor to meet you, gentlemen. I love Raging Bull, I love Goodfellas, I love Casino. You two are the best. Everyone yeah. knows it. Hey, this kid knows how to shine ass over here. Huh? <laughs> He's good. You're very good, Brad. <laughs> Very good. So, uh, Bradley, why don't you tell us about 12 Monkeys? Come on. Well, 12 Monkeys, that play a lunatic. Not as well as you could, Joe. I mean, everyone knows you're the king of the lunatics. You're the best. (laughs)
0: Luna
2: what? Did he just say what I think he just said? I think he did. (laughs) What? what, what, Did I offend him? Did I offend him? You offend him a little bit, Brad, a little bit. (laughs) let me let me let me just get this straight over here all right you're the leading man right and i'm just some lunatic macaroni munchkin with my gugats in my hand is that it no no that's not always back in notre dago huh I'm quasi-meatball, and he's the sexiest man alive. Is that what's going on here? Oh, no, Joe, Joe, I was just hey, saying... Hey, Joe, I Joe, think... Joe, oh, he's handsome and skinny, and I'm the crazy little guinea. I'll show you crazy. I'll show you crazy. Hey, hey, hey. Now, that kid, that's a legend of a fall, huh? <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, did you ever see the movie Seven? No, I did not. Well, everyone's gonna see it now. One, two, three, four. Hey, can you believe the movie's halfway over? (laughs)
0: Five, six, seven.
2: Hey, Joey, here's your sequel right here, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, Bobby, what do you think of Pretty Boy, huh? He definitely ain't putting no more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, that's the show. Good night, folks. You it said it's over. All right, so turn it hey, off. Hey, Joe, you take care of the body. I'll take care all right, of the head. Make sure he turns it
1: off. Would you hear what he said? You so he, hear what he said? Turn it off. Turn it off. turn it off.
0: Turn it off. Turn it off.
3: vicious summer good band up-and-coming band i think you're gonna hear a lot more out of those guys as the days roll on young guys right out there ready to take on the world right out of long island new york a very cool place that i haven't been to in 30 years so <laughs> but i liked it um it's a beautiful place. Uh, if you think of it that way, I guess it's hard to see beauty um, in your own town sometimes. Like, like I'm starting to think that where I'm at now. Like, when I first moved to Utah, I was in awe. All, all everywhere I went, I was just holy crap! Look at all this. It's like driving through a stack of postcards. And uh, but now I'm kind of getting desensitized to it. Almost, you know, it's not as big of a deal for me it's still. I still love it. I, I realize how much when I, a few weeks back when I went to, actually it's been probably a month or so now, I went down to uh, southeastern Texas, nothing against that, but I just, uh, man, I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't trade where I'm at for where I was there, down near uh, Beaumont and all that area, you can, you guys can have that place, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good, it's all good, it just depends on what you like, you know, I don't miss even going back to Georgia, you know, being from Georgia. And all, I don't really miss a whole lot about it. I miss the food, you know, there's great music down there, a lot of culture, which is kind of lacking where I'm at. But uh, at least I'm in a, a good cultural area of Utah, which is Ogden. Anyway, enough about that. But I, yeah, I just did a gig last night with J.D. and the Brass Saddle Band, um, a band called... Raspberry Protocol opened up there. They're good. You guys are gonna. They're a young band too. You're gonna see a lot about them, a lot about them soon. I may even have them on the show. And uh, anyway, they uh, played a gig out there. It's kind of a weird gig. It was at, at the Ice Hoss, in uh, Murray, Utah, which is just basically a little bit uh, south of Salt Lake City, not far at all, a couple of miles. And uh, actually, my daughter was born down there which is now hitting my daughter because she's not non-binary so must say my child was born down in that area there and uh yeah they had a beard contest before and it went on hours past when it was supposed to so we ended up only doing one set that's all right but did some classic country music with uh, jd and the brass subtle band you can check out jd's music on uh on Spotify, too. I haven't recorded anything with them yet. I just got in the band. I've done two gigs and one rehearsal with them. Sounds backwards, doesn't it? Should have done two rehearsals and one gig. But Either way, did two gigs and one rehearsal. got some more stuff coming up with those guys. Um, I can't remember think of right now, if I have where our next gig is, you can always go over to dot L-E-W-R-E-N-C-E, and Remember, I didn't put the V the there because I'm thinking of anything great. It's just what was available. Jeff Lawrence was taken, J.S. Lawrence was taken, J Lawrence was taken, J Lawrence Music was taken, all that shit, so now I ended up with com. So not an ego thing, just a kind of a necessity thing. And, uh, Anyway, if you're in the Ogden, Utah area, anywhere in the northern Utah area, you know, Salt Lake uh, area, come out to Kamikazes this Friday, which is on 24th Street in Ogden, and we will be play, my band J Law and Warhorse will be doing one set, a pretty probably a long one, probably about an hour and a half after the band Balls Capone, which uh. Patrick from Balls Capone, we talk a lot online. I've never actually met him in person, but I've talked to him online a million times, like to direct messages. I, he's a like a, I I, don't, I guess you would call him an expert on certain guitars and amps and stuff. He, he's very knowledgeable, put it that way. So anytime I have any questions about amps and stuff like that, I uh, I ask Patrick. He used to do a little segment on the show called Dream Time with Patrick Neville because he does he has all these crazy dreams and he has a really cool way to articulate that. I just kind of didn't want to didn't want to bug him about it. I wasn't paying him to do it, so I, we don't really do that segment anymore, but it was a cool segment. It's on you'll you'll you see a few of them. He was also on the show way back, I mean 30, 40 episodes ago. Check out their album called uh, the chat the, the chat The Cat Cheats at Cards. Um but yeah this for this Friday night, the eleventh of June Kamikaze's in Ogden, Utah, over on 24th Street, right off of Washington Boulevard, which is the main road. Uh, Balls Capone's going to do a set, and then we are going to do a set J Law and Warhorse. So, if you guys can make it out. Anyway, that's about it. I'm not going to talk politics today. I did want to shout out my friend Aaron Wilson and his wife Christy Wilson. They showed up at the gig last night at the Ice House. Um. And he, Aaron's uh, one of my best friends. He's it was really good to see him. Really good see Christy too. His wife as well. I've known him for so long. I've known both both of them for. I've known Christy for since I moved. Well, even before I moved here, probably going on over twenty, around twenty five years now that I've known her. But I've known Aaron. We grew up together in Georgia, and I have known him since I was six years old. So I've known him forty. Seven years, I've known Aaron. I know that shows that we're old too, but 47 years, and we grew up together in Georgia. I moved out to Salt Lake to work with him back in the day, and uh, every now and then we still, still able to get together. It's a good, good thing to have friends like that. You know, it's rare, I believe. I think. Anyway, shout out to those guys. Uh, shout out to Jerry. My D the guy he, he my friend coming over uh, working with us at DST, trucking now. Um, uh, I like having Jerry on board. He's he knows everything about trucking and stuff. And know uh, I like having him there. Anyway, that's about it. No political rants. I'm tired of it. No uh, COVID rants. And uh, one day I'm gonna do a show and there's not gonna be any COVID even mentioned. But it it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't want to get into any uh thing like that. I do want to, quick um. You know, last that last episode was kind of a pride episode because Pride Week in Utah is really Pride Month all over. But they kind of really celebrate a hardcore. The first weeks we kicked off with that with Sophia Scott. I've had you know I have a lot of people, not a lot of people, a few people backlash on me on that about you know they're they just don't they don't get it. You know they're not. I wouldn't say they're I would say they're homophobic. Some of them. Some of them are just ignorant in, into what they are grew up with and stuff. But you know, anybody on a you know, I posted a, a picture of the Ice Hoss last night, which is a biker bar. I mean, it's a full-on biker bar. Um, but there was three pride flags flying in the front. And I posted a picture of it. Mainly wanted to see one send one to my child to kind of show that you know where I'm playing cool with uh, the agenda and all l b g t q and, uh, and I get a lot of backlash posted the picture on Facebook and instagram Facebook I get all these comments kind of homophobe comments appreciate sure if you guys just keep that to yourself i mean i'm not i don't I'm not telling you what to believe or what to care about or, but just think about how much it's really gonna affect you be uh, i mean being anti l g b t q why it's not gonna hurt it doesn't hurt you any if you're a religious and you think it's against your religion, and it isn't going to hurt you and your religion, your relationship you have with your God. That's not going to, what somebody else is doing doesn't affect that with you. You don't have to approve of it or like it or anything. You also don't have to verbalize any of your disapproval. There's no point in it. It doesn't do anybody any good. Like I said, it doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect who you sleep with. It doesn't affect who you're attracted to. And it doesn't affect how your relationship with your higher power has no effect on you at all. You I mean, just, uh, you know, just the best thing you can do is just be supportive. I mean, what's it going to hurt? It's not going to hurt you to be supportive of someone else in the struggle that they have to go through. And even if you don't agree with it, it's not your really your place or anybody's place to agree with it. Or you know, it's not, Most of the time it's not... It's not good to be anti a lot of things, (laughs) some things, but, you know, if you want to be anti-fascist or, you know, maybe that, maybe that, but most anti-things aren't doing anybody any good, so just keep that in mind, and I appreciate you guys tuning in, and Make sure you check out all of uh, Vicious Summer stuff as well as my stuff. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, and all that. Just go to JS Lawrence or Jeff Lawrence. You'll find it. All right, I will talk to you on the next episode.